Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Today, I'm chatting with online business strategist and quiz funnel expert, Anne-Marie Rose. And today, we're going to be discussing how you can use quizzes to attract more ideal clients and customers online. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for an episode of Business Unveiled. I'm so excited to talk with our guest today because she has something that's super unique that's going to help you grow your business. And it just really gets you to think a little bit differently. Like, oh my God, there's so many tools to grow my business, but I doubt that you have thought of this. Like this was actually a new one for me. We actually talked back in the fall and she was telling me about her business. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to share this with everybody because this is really cool. So Anne-Marie, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Super excited. So before we jump in and start talking about what we're going to talk about today and y'all, it's like her brain, it's like strategy brain. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Cause we need that, especially creatives. Like we need a strategy framework. So before we jump into that though, can you share a little bit with our listeners about what was your journey as an entrepreneur and how have you ended up where you are today and in, in helping people? Ooh, it's not a super long journey, but it does feel like a loaded question. <laughs> I started really, really, I've had the entrepreneurial bug for a long time. I was that five-year-old knocking on doors, selling lemonade because not enough people were coming to the lemonade stand. Um, <laughs> so like hounding my 70 year old neighbor who was mowing her lawn, um, <laughs> like a little five-year-old hustler trying to get some, uh, new earrings or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I've always had that little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit in me, but so, and I did, I knew that eventually one day I'd want to do my own thing at a certain point. I, I kind of realized that, um, but I was working at a, a full service digital marketing agency, working with really big brands, you know, national companies you'd recognize and realizing that our, our agency's role was more on the implementation side and that my value came in in more of that strategic visioning side of things. Like every single brainstorming session with the client that I would get brought in for, even though I was low man on totem pole at that point, and just sort of realized that there was a lot of small business owners out there that didn't have the strategic marketing knowledge that, that our clients had, which is why we were mainly on the implementation side, because our clients had these big marketing departments. And I thought there's tons of small businesses out there that can't take advantage of, of what all the marketing potential there is right now, because they don't know how to strategically do so. Um, so from there, I just started getting, I leaned into, I knew the fitness industry really well. So I leaned into some local fitness businesses at the time and started doing online marketing strategy. And now that's shifted and evolved because I realized 
there's really no point in marketing your business if you're not doing something that you love, because what's the point of building a business that feels like a prison? So (laughs) yeah, all that to say, um, over time, it has evolved into online business strategy, which I say is our bread and butter. And then I also like to say that quizzes quiz funnels are our jam, if you will. So online business strategies are bread and butter. Quizzes are a jam uh, because we absolutely love once you do know what, what type of business you're looking to grow, or at least the problem you solve and who you want to help quizzes can be an absolutely excellent way to attract those right fit potential clients. And y'all, I know it works because when Instagram stories came out with polls and questions and getting to involve your audience. And I love like doing the polls and asking the questions because I really want to get a pulse check on like, what do you think? How, I mean, from a product development perspective, like I've been listening to all these podcasts and these books about like product development stuff. And even if you're developing an online course or a service or anything like that, it's still really a product and you're selling something. And so going back and like listening to some of these old school books, it's like, none of that has changed. It's just the way that we engage with people on social media is a little bit different, but it still hasn't really changed. And so when i when I talked to you back in the fall, I'm like, Ooh, this is so neat. Like quiz funnels. I haven't heard of anyone doing this and you guys have heard me talk about sales funnels. And so I'm excited for you to share with us, like what exactly have you seen work and what got you so excited about quizzes and, and how you like can turn it into a funnel. Yeah, totally. So I will just, my own journey with quizzes is a great point for a, a kind of illustrating how quizzes can work really well. And I love that you mentioned the product development aspect of it, because that's what our very first quiz helped us to do is to develop the, our signature offers that we deliver now that make up the foundation of a revenue model in our business and the foundation of, of everything that we do. And, but way back when I created my very first quiz, I was, I knew I just wanted to help business owners to grow online without overwhelm. That's what I knew I wanted to do. I was offering a whole range of content marketing services, some done for you stuff, some social media management, like anything I knew how to do. Cause I was just trying to get basically sustain myself at that point and then figure out what, what, what am I going to be packaging up? So I was in the very early stages, but I did know I need to be growing an email list. So my very first quiz really helped me get, you know, have, have those first few people on my email list who were people looking to grow their business online. But what I didn't expect was the, that I would notice trends in the responses people were selecting that would then inform my next step that, that, thing I did package up the offer that I did craft after, after seeing those responses. And to be perfectly honest, the responses I was seeing from people, they were saying they needed things like clarity and that they felt like they were really struggling on the strategy side of things. Well, because that is my zone of genius. What do we do with our zone of genius? We often discount how valuable it is Mm -hmm. and we don't think anybody would possibly pay us for it. So 
I don't know, had I not seen those quiz responses, like clearly the data showing me people want and need and would be willing to pay for, you know, they're at least willing to spend time on this quiz to, to get, to get some clarity and get some strategy that I don't know that I would have uh, leaned into what's truly my zone of genius and, and started charging what I charge now for it and, and be as happy as I am in my business. Yeah. So that's, that's a first kind of the first phase. So people, I used to say quizzes are only for established business owners who have an offer that they're like, they know they're ready to just sell like gangbusters. I, it took me working with enough clients through our, our program quizness to, to be proven wrong. But then I think to myself, why didn't I think of that first? Cause that is exactly my experience with quizzes at first. Anyways, I wasn't, I didn't have an offer that I was excited to grow yet, but I got one because of the quiz responses. Right. It's just, it's finding the commonality in it. Mm-hmm. And it's so neat. Cause we're doing this, um, series called the number one time suck. And so I just ask people, I'm like, what's your number one time suck? I mean, it's, it's that sounds crazy. like a great quiz to me. Right. Right. Totally. So we got lots of responses, which was amazing just from our email list. And then we went through exactly what you just said and found, and it's kind of like, I know what people are going to say Yeah, because of my, like, I'm thinking of myself a few years ago before I like hired people and hired help to mm-hmm. help me get out of email jail <laughs> and to help with some social media strategy stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if we know it, why are people not taking advantage of hiring new people and taking advantage of some of the social media platforms that aggregate all the data into, into everything. And so that then it's like, okay, bring me the next question, but people don't know how to hire the right people. And then they there's so many platforms now they're, they're too overwhelmed. So they just shut down. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you scratch the surface and then you ask more questions and yes, it is a great quiz thing. (laughs) You're exactly right. And I love that. Like each of your (laughs) like thought points are really relevant to kind of like the next (laughs) benefit, because also what you just said, um, about, you know, you kind of know what people are going to say. And we often do, if you've been in business for a while, you, you do kind of have, you under, have a, a knowledge of the empirical data, if you will, kind of the assumptions. We can make some reasonable assumptions about how our audience is going to respond or what they're going to say about certain things. But what a lot of, lot, a lot of business owners get wrong, and to be perfectly honest, myself included, so I'm constantly doing research about these kinds of things, is the language, the specific language that our audience members, our ideal audience members, those people who are, are would ideally become clients and customers of ours, the language they would use to describe the problems they're experiencing, the desires they have, and your quiz questions and response options can help you to decipher what, what type of language they would, would like to hear. For example, our brand message breakthrough quiz asks, uh, asks people, actually all of our, our, all of our quizzes ask a question like this. How would you, how, how would you ideally like for your best clients to describe their experience with your brand? Or how would you like people to describe your brand, right? And I know that our, the people who really resonate with our brand specifically, the people who hang around on our email list the longest, they want to be known as inspiring. 
that's one of the words that they really gravitate towards. And I don't, because I'm, I'm a pretty naturally motivated and driven person. Again, we discount the thing that comes easily to us. So I don't need a ton of inspiration. Like I can find inspiration in a rock on the side of the street. Like I don't need a ton of that. Um, and I don't, I would almost rather someone that's not always the word I would choose, for example, but I started to, I started to use the word inspiring a whole lot more when I found out that my, my people want to be known as inspiring just because it's not the exact word I would use. It basically means the same thing, same thing as the word I might use. They just, that word means something to them. It's perception. Uh It's, it's, and you, you want to serve your audience in a way that they need to hear it, it regardless exactly. of what you think or not. Like exactly. I learned that the hard way too. So totally. for anybody listening and they're not really sure, like, what do you mean? Like a quiz? Um, can you go deeper into like what? I mean, I know what a quiz is. Yep, and yep. You know, you think it's like, again, I don't want somebody to perceive what it is. And then it's like, oh no, that's not really what it is. So, Mm, so good. And such a good time with the perception. You're so good at that. (laughs) Yes. I was going to backtrack us there. If we, if we didn't do that, because there are a lot of discrepancies. Now at this point, if you're on Instagram, at least, or Facebook, you've seen quizzes popping up. I mean, the easiest, simplest, uh, example that many of us have seen is like a Buzzfeed quiz, you know, which Disney princess are you or, or whatever, something like that. Obviously we're talking about something far more intentional here, but that's it's, I like to describe it as a dynamic tool that people can, can, you know, use that your, your brand creates and people can, can use this dynamic tool to get a unique outcome. They answer a series of questions by just selecting a multiple choice response, and then they receive a unique outcome that's based on the responses they chose. So it's different than a survey. A survey would be more of an open-ended type of a, a questionnaire of sorts. Maybe you send one through Typeform or SurveyMonkey to gather you know, market research. Those are great, those are fine, but the real difference is that a quiz is framed as a tool that's going to provide value for the person taking the quiz. Whereas a survey or a form, I hear people refer to them as forms sometimes, surveys, forms, any of those things with open-ended questions, you know, scale of one to 10, how is your experience? Or if you could change one thing about your current experience, what would it be? Describe it in two sentences below. Those types of, of questions though, that you'd see in a form or a survey, those are uh, really you're asking a, a favor of your audience to give you some insights. Now you get those insights with the quiz too, but then they get something and they're eager to take it and they're eager to give you the insights. So as far as, you know, I, I don't know, you guys will have to like comment and tell us like when we release this episode, because as a like pretty in tune person from a marketing perspective, you know, when I see some of that stuff on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, and I'm like, Ooh, I want to take that. I want to know, but I also know like, okay, you know, it's, it's marketing stuff, but you're right. Like I never really thought of it that way where the outcome of like what the answers are is for the person taking it versus the brand that needs your help. <laughs> so that's really good because I never really thought of it that way. So that's awesome. But okay. I know there's also like misconceptions where 
people think like, oh, if, do I have to have a quiz to do this? Do I have to have a quiz to do that? Like, I see it as a way to better elevate how I can put out better content to like help my community. But what are some of those common misconceptions and what people think versus like what actually is really going on? Because I know that you have several ways that quizzes can help people in their business build certain things, right? Absolutely. So that's a good place to start is just what, what can a quiz help you do? The number one thing I hear from people is they might say, because quizzes have been become more popular lead magnets, or, you know, there's different terms for this, but something that you're offering to grow your email list, right? You're offering some value in exchange for people's email address. Um, because quizzes have grown in popularity, I hear a lot of, um, I've been wanting to create a quiz because it sounds really fun. It seems really fun. I want something fun for my audience to, to engage with. <laughs> and quizzes are fun. Listen, I am all about fun. I don't know if your audience knows the Enneagram. You know the Enneagram. Love it. I'm an eight wing seven. So I'm like fun with the like, gotta have impact here, but I'm married and business partners with the seven. So we got a whole lot of fun going on here. Fun is fun. But we also want it to be strategic because let's be real, we're business owners who we're, we're busy and we can, we could work 24 hours in a day and not get quite everything on our list done. So let's have, let's create something fun that also has a really meaningful impact on our business and quizzes can have a, an absolutely beyond meaningful impact on your business in four different ways that I always like to start with. Um, and those are quizzes can help you to first of all, learn more about your audience, which we've already sort of touched on the from the language that they're using to the problems they feel like they're experiencing, the desires they have, they can help you to learn more about your audience, the people who are interested in what it is you offer. The, it can also help you to segment your audience members. This is great if for a couple of different reasons, but if you have a couple different types of people in your audience, like if you're a career coach that works with recent college graduates, and you, um, so you have maybe parents of those recent college graduates in your, in your, on your list, as well as students or recent grads, you would want to probably segment those people. Also qualifying. This is super helpful. If you know that the person that your, your ideal client, your ideal customer is at a certain, has a ex certain experience level, um, maybe they need to have already known X, Y, and Z or jump through X, Y, and Z hoop, whatever it is, a quiz can help you to uncover that and, and pre-qualify your audience members. And then it can also help you to direct people towards the, the, the right offer for them. So we see this all the time on e-commerce websites where you take a quiz and it narrows the, down the options for you, which I love because, Hey, I like to shop, but if you give me, you know, 9,000 pages, I need to click through now I'm overwhelmed. And I get to a point where everything starts to look the same. I don't know if you do this. And then I just, yep. then I just leave. <laughs> yep. So a quiz, if I take a quiz on my, you know, right type of workout tights or whatever, and then they recommend here's some that are, you know, the color profile, you said you like the fit, you said you like, I'm a lot more likely to buy than if I had to click through 19 pages of options. That is probably the most important thing that I've learned ever since like getting into e-commerce and sales funnels and understanding pre-qualifying is like, like you said, the first step. And I know for us, when 
I started a productivity company, but I was very heavy, like on the events and weddings and everybody would land on the website. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, why are you here? <laughs> so that was like, we learned to ask like, why are you here? And then segment the people out, but then to take it a step further is customizing the message the way they need to hear it because they're going to ask different questions. And so coming up with a indoctrination or a welcome funnel, like email funnel for good customer service, not to take the place of people doing a job or good customer service, but a lot of people fill things out late at night or not like during business hours, whatever that means, or on a weekend. And so for me, it was all about like providing that good customer service, but it's really awkward if someone lands on your website and they're looking for something and then you just have an email list and everybody gets the same thing. Unless if you just have one audience, that's awesome. But I know a lot of businesses that they have multiple audiences. And so the segmenting piece is so, so, so key because we were actually just working with a company and they weren't seg they had seven different audience types and they were not segmenting. And we were trying to teach them and educate them and like things convert higher people mm -hmm. when you start talking to them as, like as one person, yep. not thousands of people. And they just, they couldn't really, there, there was a lot of work that needed to be done there from an educational perspective, but they almost couldn't grasp the concept of mm -hmm. meeting because it was so overwhelming having to come up with seven different funnels. And I'm like, well, maybe you should consider who's, who's your target audience. Where's your most profit coming from? Who are you serving to help narrow it down? And maybe just talk to that one audience member that you want to serve because seven is a lot. So is if, a lot. as a, as a business owner too, it can, like you said, help you drill down to who is your perfect client or who is your target client? You know, who do you want to work with the most? So I would love to know, like, if anybody that is listening, they're like, okay, I want to do this. Like, what's the first step? If they're, if they're thinking, cause I know that your company, like you guys will create the quizzes for people, but you also teach people how to do the quizzes. So like, what's the first thing that someone would even think about doing if they wanted to do this? Yeah. And just to clarify, so we do have like an intensive that is totally done with you. We're not an agency, so we're a consultancy and it works great because Together. there's, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of, um, uh, just collaborative things that need to come into the mix, which is why the, the very first step is truly getting clear on why you want to create a quiz in the first place. Like, what do you want the quiz to do for your business? And I just covered those four main strategic, I call those the strategic purposes, learn, segment, qualify, and direct taking a look at your own business and where your pain points are right now, as it relates to marketing your business, to attracting those right fit clients and customers to, um, maybe is it in understanding them? Is it in that you you're talking to all these different people and no one's really, you know, so they're not resonating at least not at the, at the rate that you'd hope, 
or are you getting on a lot of sales calls with unqualified people? Are you, um, or are you finding that people maybe make it to you if you're looking at the back end of your, your marketing analytics and you're noticing people dropping off when they hit, uh, your, your work with me page or your shop page or whatever it is. Um, and direct can mean that can be used in a number of strategic ways as well, but that's the kind of the most basic version. So which one of those, if you were to prioritize it in the process of creating your quiz would make the biggest difference for your business now? That's maybe you could think on that, Angela. I'm curious to know, like if you were to prioritize one of those, is there one that would be most powerful for you? Well, really for us, because, well, and the other thing too, is like, you think you know what people are going to say or click on and then what you think and what actually is really going on is two different things. Mm -hmm. And so like for us right now, because we've been, we've been listening right to our audience and, and what they're asking. And over the past six months, consistently people are asking about time, time management, time management. Like that's a big keyword is how to better manage my time. And so in in seeing this over and over and over, and I knew that we were going to do like some uh, YouTube lives and LinkedIn lives and Facebook lives, and Mm -hmm. you can get StreamYard and do all three at once (laughs) productivity. And so I'm like, well, then let's just do a weekly show and like answer the questions like about time sucks. And so, but instead, instead of me, like the old me before, like, I knew, you know, a lot more knowledge now. Um, I would have just like went on and done it without Mm. asking the audience, without surveying our email list. I don't I don't even know if it was really a survey. It was literally like the, the quickest email I've ever sent out. I'm like, Hey, Amanda, email everybody and ask them what's their number one time suck and tell them I need to know by this date because we're going to be doing the show notes. Amazing. And it was so easy. And, but we got so many responses just asking one simple question. So it's like, you know, this quarter, our goal was like to launch that. And so Mm -hmm. right now it's like, that's the most important thing. The one thing that I want to know, which, like I said, is just surface level. And then it's like all these other things, but we can help people with that. Mm -hmm. But some of the responses really, I was like, wow, people see that as a time suck. Like that's like, what was an example? I'm curious. So like, well, first off emails, one hands down and then social media scrolling one hands down. And so my whole thing is like, are you looking at content or are you creating content? And then you're Mm. looking at content. So, you know, you people say that they want to do content creation and they want to build an audience, but I'm like, but just asking the question of, do you spend more time scrolling or creating? And then what do you really, cause you, you're saying you want to do something, but is that what you really want to do? You know, put a psychology spin on everything, but some of the things that people, um, like some people were saying the, the number one time suck for them is copy like copywriting, Mm. writing captions for their social media images or their, Mm. their videos, you know? So in my mind, I'm like, we just transcript all the videos (laughs) and then you don't have to come up with anything. Like to me, I'm like this, I'm confused. I'm like, why do people think that they need, but, but then I started to see the thread of Mm -hmm. people repeating that and saying that. 
And I'm like, you know what? I think, well, I don't think I know people are afraid of how people are going to react or respond to what they're writing. That's what it really comes down to. And so that little bit like mindset fear. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, then, you know, if you, you take it deeper and, you know, it's like, tell me more, tell me more. And what I've learned is first off, like you gotta be you Mm -hmm. and, but there, there, there is a way to make sure that you're being clear. Right. And not leaving the door open for perception where it's like, you know, in the tabloids in, in the Mm -hmm. magazines at the grocery store checkout lane, it's like, you see a picture and it's got like, you know, I know the Prince Harry and all that stuff was going on with Oprah Mm -hmm. recently. And it's like, you see these Oprah memes of these awful faces she was making of like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. You know, but it's like, until you understand what's going on or you see it or hear it, you context. create, yeah. You create a perception in your head of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she's pissed off or, oh my God, they're fighting or, mm-hmm. and like, I hate it sometimes that people leave that open end, like a, an image so that you, you, this is why people make shit up all the time because <laughs> they don't have any context to it. Yeah. And, and people are afraid that if they don't say the right thing, it's going to upset someone or they're going to leave an open-ended sentence for someone to create a story. Yeah. And so how do you close the loop kind of thing? Right. It was very interesting. Like, yeah. you know, just asking the question. Totally. So, so, and that's actually one of the steps is to do something like that, that I would say to get, you asked for the first step, but I'm a over deliver kind of person. So I'm going to, I'll just share even more than that. So really the first step, like I said, is determining which of those strategic priorities is most would make the biggest impact. Um, because trying to, to be perfectly honest, if you try to focus on all of them as you're creating a quiz, it's going to make things really muddy. So, and, and I also say as a side note, growing your email list is not a strategic priority. It's a given when you're creating a quiz because you should create a quiz around a topic that's valuable enough for people to get want clarity and, and additional insights around that they're excited to give you their email address. So it's if you're going to go through the process of creating a quiz and, and bringing that to life and sharing that with people, then you should absolutely ask for an email address just that's kind of my blanket state. I don't make very many blanket statements, but that's one I, I don't hesitate to make. So that's the first thing is determining what the strategic priority is. And the second is determining what type of quiz is going to most effectively help you um, to achieve that strategic priority. I always say like your quiz should be serving uh, like a role in your business. It's, it's basically doing a job, which is the beautiful thing about quizzes is that it is a dynamic piece of content. Whereas an ebook or a checklist is it's a one-way conversation. They're just handing you their email address. They get this piece of content that they may or may not ever look at a quiz. They have to engage with in order to ever end up on your email list. And it's already become a two-way conversation. So then when they end up on your list, they tend to be a lot more engaged moving forward because they've already given you some insight. They've already feel like they've had a little bit of that connection with you. So they're more likely to stay engaged, but you want to have the right type of quiz. There are three main types and I won't get in too deep into the weeds on all that necessarily at this moment. 
Um, but if people, I think I might've mentioned, I, I have a, I do have a quiz that will help you figure out what type of quiz to create. <laughs> I love uh, it. Go figure. And it, yeah, it's just super simple. So you could just, it's the quiz quiz.com. You can check that out. It will help you. And it's basically based on, um, some insights around some uh, nuances of, of your, what your brand voice is likely like, and likely to re- who it's likely to resonate with. And then also just how comfortable you are with your, you know, with your audience, with your current offers, because certain elements can make it easier, more difficult to, to create a quiz with the right language. It, I won't get into all the specifics on that, but there's been a lot of, of thought <laughs> gone into yeah. why, why we recommend the type of quiz that we do for certain types of business owners. Mm-hmm. That's the second thing is just know which type to create. And then, um, you know, I share examples in that if you go take the quiz. And then the third thing is to figure out what topic to create your quiz around. And I recommend doing almost exactly what you described, Angela, with sending out that a question to people that you actually know in your circle. You could put, if you have a social media following of a couple hundred people who would also be a fit for what it is you're trying, you know, what it is you're offering. Cause if it's just, you know, your mom and aunts and uncles and they don't fall in your, your ideal audience, then it's not going to be that helpful for, to hear what they have no. to say, but just like you did, what's your biggest time suck. So let's say you're going to have, you have a course on productivity for business owners, then knowing you just ask what's your biggest time suck. If everybody's saying social media, first of all, that could give you insights to reframe the course as a social media time-saving course. And <laughs> Then if you, if you wanted to, you don't necessarily have to, but Mm -hmm. then your quiz could be uncover your biggest social media time suck and start growing your following faster and next steps to start growing your following faster. Take the quiz now. And then you, you're so good at it. (laughs) I can, the way you say it is so awesome. It's like my weird party trick. My, my old party trick used to just be, I've never shared this on a podcast before. That's funny. Uh, used to just be, I know every word to every Shania Twain song. Um, what? <laughs> I know I listen. It's, you know, when you grow up with disc man and that you yeah. just have those CDs to listen to on repeat. So yeah. I know every, I don't listen to Shania Twain regularly now, but I did when I was 10 years old. And yeah. so I know all the words anyway. My, my new party trick as, that I've developed is being able to come up with quiz ideas for basically anything off the top of my head. That's amazing. So yeah, <laughs> that's like, awesome. That, that's sort of the process. And I'm, I am a learn by example person. So hopefully that helps anyone who's listening, see how the, that's really the, the, the initial phase, what I call the strategy phase of our quizness framework is getting getting it into motion so you know that you're actually headed in a direction that people are going to be interested in because it's not that motivating to put all the time and effort into creating something although you know you can create a quiz pretty quickly if you've got a framework to do it but it still is just you don't want to like I said we're short on time anyways as it is we're short as you know well Angela because everybody's telling you that yeah, And it, so it makes sense to at least know, okay, this is something that's going to be of interest to people before you dive in and, and get it created. I'll never forget years ago, I was at a conference and there was a girl on stage talking about creating courses. And she's like, how many of you pre-sell before you ever create module one? <laughs> like, 
what? And like, I'm looking around and I'm like, holy shit. A lot of people would ask and I'm like, I would never think about selling something until it's like completely done. And what I thought was perfect. No, I was thinking all wrong. And it's like, let's gauge the audience and, or even better yet, like, what are your thoughts on doing a quiz leading up to like joining a wait list for something to open up? Do you think that people can get a lot of value out of that? I, yes. And I know they can, cause we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> and our clients have done it. Yeah. Um, we, so that's, that's exactly how we launched this, our, our course quizness is uh-huh. because I said our, our bread and butter is, and has been for the past several years, online business strategy. People just started asking about how do you use quizzes to grow your business? And it was something that, you know, I, I'm like, okay, if a solution isn't out there that, that's going to support people in getting that launch without, you know, there's a few people out there talking about it, but a lot of them are really tied to specific platforms or, um, yeah, just making it more complicated than it needs to be in, in my opinion. So I, I just looked at, okay, is this something I could reverse engineer and figure out how to teach in a way that makes sense to people? So I, I tested it out a little bit and then that's exactly what I did was I, I we had a, a quiz and then I pre-sold the, the program version of it and created it live. I delivered the content live to see how people responded. And then I pre-recorded it for kind of our second open, open enrollment period. Um, but I, I tested it out first and, and just saw how it worked, but yeah, we've, and we've used a quiz to build our wait list for that program. Every time we've opened the doors, it's, it's consistently open now, but um, yeah, we're still using a quiz to attract people for it. And I, I absolutely, I had plenty of clients do the same thing. Yeah. It's just, I'm so thankful for like those conferences <laughs> that I sit in and I'm like, okay, what am I missing here? Because we're taught, you know, in school to like do it one way, but Mm -hmm. things are so different now. And why put all the effort and time and money and investments of creating all of this great stuff that you think is great, but then, and and it probably is great, but you're just not delivering it the way that people need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And even though like my whole thing is like my uniqueness is psychology and knowing how to tap into the schooling of all the psychology stuff. But even then I'll ask something. And then, like you said, the way people say it, it's so just y'all test things before you do it, like Mm -hmm. test it. Don't go doing it because you think it's a good idea. Like so many companies, I think Nike, a long time ago, I put out like a new shoe without like testing or asking the audience or whatever. And like, it completely flopped. I was mm-hmm. listening to a podcast and they were talking about things that like kept flopping, even Starbucks, like one of the biggest coffee brands now, like things kept failing. The guy, they kept getting turned down and turned down and they kept like perfecting the pitch, perfecting the pitch, getting mm-hmm. clearer and clearer. And finally, you know, someone says yes. And then like, oh my gosh, look at how big the company is now. Mm-hmm. So it, it just takes asking the questions and getting some data together. So if people want to take the quiz or go through your quiz course or work with you, what are some of the ways that they can reach out with you? So 
first of all, if they have any questions at all, they're, well, I'm always up for a good Instagram DM chat. So I'm just, I'm at ask Anne-Marie Rose on Instagram. So just DM me. And I know we've covered a lot of ground on the quiz front now. So you might be like, this was super interesting. I've been hanging on every word, but I have no clue if or how a quiz could even begin to work for my business. I know a lot of um, business owners feel that way at first. Um, so if you have questions, feel free, DM me. Um, but yeah, if you are thinking, yeah, I can, I'm already sort of starting to connect the dots here, seeing some potential for a quiz to grow our business. And by the way, I have yet to find a business that a quiz wouldn't work for. So feel free to challenge me on that. I'm, I'm like looking for one that, that wouldn't work for. Um, and, but if, if you are pretty sure and you want to figure out which type of quiz to start with, you can take my quiz at thequizquiz.com, nice and easy, and then getquizness.com. That is an overview of our program, which we've got a 24 seven support community. So I'm super involved in it. I love working with business owners who are just, you, you want to make a difference in the world and you want to make an income doing it. And you also want, want it to be enjoyable for your audience members. So that's what we're all about. My team and I are, are always in the community supporting business owners. And I, I love, my favorite thing to do is when somebody has got a new quiz that they've just gone through the program, I like, please share them always share them in the group. And then I go share them out on my Instagram. Sometimes I'll include them in my emails because I'm so excited about it. And I love that we've been able to make this simple for people because, oh yeah, that was the thing I didn't share. It took me four months to create my first quiz. And now we have our clients creating quizzes in a weekend with our course. What? Yeah. Four months. Yeah. Because you got to do a lot of thinking through how people are going to process, like receive the, the, the response options and the language they're going to want to hear and all these different things. And then outcome mapping, but we've broken it all. So all that was, I didn't have anyone telling me how to do it. I was just figuring out every single step. So it took forever. Um, but now we've just reverse engineered the entire thing. It's literally, it's basically paint by numbers. Like you come in you just follow the steps and your quiz gets created. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. We love like automation and it's really cool. Like how you can punch words into certain things and then it spits out this like amazing report that you can like go use in your business. So your favorite place to connect Instagram. Absolutely. Did you say? Okay. And then y'all, we'll put it all in the show notes. I want y'all to go and like check out this whole quiz thing. Like, I'm so excited because I'm over here, like my little uh just ideas and wheels are over here spinning. And I'm like, oh, we could do this and this and this and this. But I know that it takes focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's why we start with that strategic priority. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So awesome. We'll put everything in the show notes. Everyone that is listening, go take this quiz because I really think that you can use this in your business. And there's so many amazing things. I wish that when we had started an email list many years ago, that I would have had access to something like this, because I know that it would help us sift through all the stuff that we're thinking and it would help us deliver our content much better for our audience. So everybody check it out. Emery, thank you so much for being here today. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. I was super happy to be here and I loved all the quiz conversation we had. Awesome. And everybody, thank you so much for your time and be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. 
Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at AngelaProfit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.